bags, cups and straws. Three items we take for granted and dispose of on a daily basis. But as climate change continues and our awareness of waste increases, what's going to happen to these items? Do they have a future at all? Welcome to Renewable Future from the Renewable Materials Company, Stora Enso. Do we really need a disposable bag? I mean, when we go shopping, we could just take one with us and reuse it, right? Well, when it comes to disposable items, the short answer seems, yeah, sure, get rid of them. But when you look at it a bit deeper, it's not that simple we would be able to learn to live without them. Um, I'm sure of that in theory, but I don't think we're gonna. That's Maya Biggestance. And I'm a strategist at uh, BVD. BVD is a brand strategy agency. And actually one of our core competences, even from the start, has been uh, packaging. We have like a constant dilemma of this sustainability awareness versus convenience. So we are used to this kind of lifestyle now. Um, we want to be able to eat and drink on the go. We want to be able to, you know, carry things wherever. We know that people are eating more on the go than ever before. So I'm going to say we are not going to be able to get rid of them completely. So the disposable era will not really end, but it will change then, I guess. I think it's going to change because we see now, um, and we've seen it for many years, that consumers are getting more and more aware about kind of the negative effects that this has on the environment. I know most people saw the the blue planet and like realized of the plastic mess in the sea. And we see those terrible like images of fish or turtles with things wrapped around their neck. We also know that we are part of creating this mess. So I think there's a will to change. Do we see this in consumer studies that there is a, an increasing awareness and, and, and desire to change? Absolutely. So what we see is that um, there is an increasing awareness and also a willingness to kind of pay for better solutions. But what then is a better solution? Because this isn't always so straightforward either. I went to the Swedish Environmental Institute and met Hanna Jungfist Nordin. I'm a senior project manager here at IVL. I work in our waste team. You need to know why you want to get rid of them. Uh, Is it because of littering, like, like with the plastics in the ocean? Then, of course, it could make sense to to sort of limit the output uh, but then it can also be if it it's plastics uh, it can be from a carbon perspective that you want to lower your carbon impact or your use of fossil uh, materials so you need to understand what the problem is or what problem you want to solve by by reducing uh, single use when it comes items. to waste as well i mean it's also what the, what was that plastic used for i guess in its original purpose as well i mean it, did it have more benefit than the damage that it's causing it yes and single use of course it has its pros but we really in in many applications we could get rid of them i guess and we shouldn't maybe waste uh, an important raw material like plastics to just fulfill that one task so to speak 
So we have a willingness to change on the consumer side, but we also need to understand what is it we're changing and why do we want to change it? At the same time, it's quite clear that we need to put a higher value on every raw material we use and not just use it without thinking it through. Let's take these three items and break it down one by one. The disposable plastic bag. What's happening there? The main problem with bags are maybe uh, littering, that they end up in the wrong places and do harm to nature and animals. Uh, so if you want to reduce them drastically, you could ban plastic bags like you've done in some countries. But other countries, they've started asking instead if you really need a bag and getting people to think about it, addressing the problem. You, you also have to explain to people then why why this is a problem. And I don't know if another bag is really better or not. There have also been several studies that have had different results on that. So that confuses people a little bit, I think. They, they are not sure which alternative is really the best one. I was always under the assumption that you just you should bring whatever bag you have at home and, and use that again and again and again. You should. You really should. Then again, just because you don't buy plastic bags when you go grocery shopping, it, it doesn't mean you stop using plastic bags in total. So maybe you use it for, for your waste at home, for example, yeah. and what should you exchange that bag with? You, will we see a new kind of disposable bag, one that, that works from a sustainability perspective? Again, that wouldn't makes sense uh, if the main problem is littering a new plastic bag would not solve that issue uh, but if you want to re reduce climate impact of bags then of course a renewable bag could could lower your carbon impact um, so renewable could be a good idea uh, then you have the biodegradable bags which are also uh, very much in focus for some debate and they could be good for food waste, for example, if they really go to an industrial compost uh, facility, but they should not be marketed as biodegradable and people use that then as, a, as an excuse to just throw them anywhere, to, to litter, basically, because they don't break down in the natural environment. I think we need to think at of about the behavior as well because maybe the problem is not that we use bags but it's that the bags end up in the wrong place as long as we use our bags and throw them in sweden we they would go to incineration if you throw them away or to plastics recycling if you if you sort them out so i also think you need to think at the behavior think about the behavior and not just the the product as the problem because it's how we use the product that is the problem when it comes to littering. And In terms of changing behaviour then, we've seen several initiatives. Hannah Jungfist nordine mentioned some of the plastic bag bans in Europe, or where some countries ask the shopper if they really need a bag. In some US cities, they've added a bag tax. The most recent one was Chicago. They added seven cents a bag in February 2017. And those seven cents made a difference. Before the tax, more than 80% of all shoppers used at least one disposable bag when they went shopping. A year after the tax was put in, 54%. That's a pretty big reduction. Maybe not drastic, but a reduction nonetheless. In Australia, in the middle of 2018, the two largest supermarkets just stopped offering single-use disposable plastic bags. Some people were pretty annoyed about this, but the chains went ahead anyway, and the result was an 80% drop in the consumption of plastic bags nationwide. Bans and levies have been introduced around Europe, and if nothing else, it's making the issue very visible and getting people to really think, do I need a bag? So that's the bag. We may not like disposable bags, but we can't really live without them yet.
Next up, the disposable coffee cup. I think absolutely things can be done. And I mean, we're seeing technical innovations going very fast forward. Maya Biggestance again. We're seeing Starbucks and McDonald's, like the two uh, could be called villains when it comes to single-use packaging. They are now teaming up saying kind of straight out, like, we know we are part of this problem. We want to solve it. So what we're going to do is we're collaborating on this. Also, we're going to put out a price of $1 million for whoever comes up with the sustainable cup. So wow. I'm seeing like, yeah, it's... You it's, could be rich soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, it's amazing to see that these are, things are happening now. And I think brands are starting to realize that, okay, we can't just sit around and wait for uh, a law or a regulation because... Like the consumers are screaming for this. This is going to be this is going to be crucial to our core business in just a couple of years, if not already. So is the order of things then consumers first demanding the change, corporations then reacting to it, and and, and maybe later on we'll see regulations or or government getting involved. Hmm. Oh, that's a really good question. I think. I think it's not as easy as that. I would say it's not linear. They're all taking different steps at different times and kind of triggering each other. So steps are being taken by consumers, companies and regulators. But Biggestance doesn't see the end of the disposable mug at all. Our desire to drink on the go will not stop. I think we're going to see more and more reusable cups because that's such an easy way. And it's a good like it becomes a status symbol almost like mm. walking around with that cup. People are going to go like, oh, you're one of those that cares about the environment. Right. That's nice. Once again, you need to remember that you need to use them quite a lot of times to kind of make up for the environmental benefits. Because the CO2 emissions from one reusable cup is a lot more than the emissions from one disposable cup. Exactly, mm. exactly. So, and I, I don't have the numbers. I'm sure someone else does. So we looked into those numbers and they're not so straightforward either, but most estimates put it at between 20 and 100 uses to have a lower environmental impact. One study suggested that in some cases you need to reuse your mug 1,000 times to break even with 1,000 paper cups from a CO2 emissions perspective. The disposable mug may not be so bad after all. Will we at least see an end to plastic disposable mugs? My bets are on the paper cup. Uh, I think we're getting closer and closer to a sustainable barrier. The plastic cup, it feels like it's done its part. Plastic is an amazing material for barriers, but not for like the structural part. Then you might as well do paper. I think what's going to happen with the paper cup is there's so it's really like a race to the finish now of finding like the sustainable barrier. You mean a sustainable barrier that's coming from wood fibers? From as wood fiber, to absolutely. Yeah. So what I would like my dream scenario is a cup that has. Thus, it, it, it's made from 100% renewable material that would be biodegradable because if it shouldn't, of course, it shouldn't end up in the nature, but if it does, it should biodegrade. But it also needs to be recyclable, right? Because it, we can't have this thing of either or every time. It needs to be both. So like the one that can figure out those three and I think it's going to come. Like, I think we're getting there. So renewable, biodegradable and recyclable. I'm betting we're going to have it in our hands. Hannah Jungfist nordin She sees possibilities with reducing the amount of coffee cups being used. But if you're doing that, you've got to do a lot more than just 
change the cup. The challenge with coffee cups is that we use them on the go. So the problem is maybe to really collect them and to get them to recycling. So for that to happen, you need a good collection system, an available collection system in public spaces. Uh, and then you need infrastructure and then you need recycling capacity uh, because... That's a big job, though. That's that a big job. That's regulations and laws and policies. Well, doesn't have to be. Uh, many cities do a lot of infrastructure on waste collection by themselves and for with their own budgets, for example. So the disposable cup, we're likely to see it in the future also. The bag, the same. What about the straw? I think that would be the easiest one for me personally to give up at least. I don't really see that I need a straw. Uh, and if they are a big uh, litter problem, then maybe we should limit our use of them. Uh, but again, we should maybe also think about why people litter and try to solve that issue as well. I mean, do you think we would ever see the end of straws? Yeah, very few people really need straws in their everyday life, though. I mean, some disabled people might need it every day. And for them, maybe a reusable one could be an option if yeah. they really need it often. Uh, but then there are other alternatives, of course, if, to plastic straws like paper straws that are already on the market today. Oh, I kind of, I have my issues with the straw. I, I feel that it's becoming more and more unnecessary. However, I know this is also important to see from a cultural perspective because I think we have, we do have a lot of com countries that have suffered quite a lot from um, food scandals. So you don't, a straw kind of makes it feel more safe okay. sort of that you don't want to put your mouth directly onto a package because that feels okay. unsafe in some way uh, also we know that for children that's what we hear from our um, clients that uh, they don't want to remove straws from packaging for children or from when they are in restaurants that it, it's just one of those consumer um, demands i guess so i would say out of these three like the cups bag and straw I would say the straw is easier to get rid of. As we hear from our experts, there's definitely an ongoing change in the way we look at disposable products. And that's changing the way we use them. Think about the ones we can easily live without and the ones we can't recycle. In the short term, disposable products are not going away for good. Getting rid of them entirely is not always the best solution and it's certainly not always the easiest. We're going to still need bags and cups in the future. And even reusable cups are not necessarily better than disposable ones. Depends on how many times you reuse them. A completely biodegradable, recyclable item from renewable materials is the dream. And in some situations, it's looking more likely. The guys behind this podcast, Store Enso, with customers and startups, research organizations and partners, are all working in a variety of areas like this to create innovative solutions and accelerate change. To explore all the ways that can help to combat waste, support recycling systems and by phasing out plastics and other fossil-based materials with renewable ones. Better for consumers and society at large. A renewable, disposable era may just be underway, right under our noses, without us even noticing. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Renewable Future from the Renewable Materials Company, Store Enso. 
We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas for new programmes or any comments you may have. Mail to podcast at storeenso.com.